them steppers, huh? But you can't step with us. Niggas swear they certified steppers, but don't step with us. Oh, you be with them steppers, huh? But you can't step with us. Niggas swear they certified steppers, but don't step with us. Oh, you be with them steppers. Welcome to the Certified Step Podcast. I'm your host, Spoo. This is my co-host, KP. What's good? What's good? You the smoke. What? <laughs> <laughs> you the smoke, dude. <laughs> What's up, man? What's <laughs> good? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I'm excited. Right off the bat, I wanted to jump into it, bro. Because, um, you know, there's there's recent recent events that they kind of, uh, that that we got going on out there that we definitely finna talk about. So, yeah. but I wanted to like, I'm, so I'm going to jump right I'm into the- First, I want to say, uh, the chick I used to talk to, uh, oh, I don't like, know where this nigga going. She saw a podcast and she was like, "Y'all niggas toxic. Y'all need to stop y'all shit." You know what I told her? What? You can't <laughs> stop them, right? <laughs> you can't stop them, right? <laughs> this starts to fall. <laughs> Bro, I do be hearing that talking about our show toxic. You get that a lot? Oh yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, like, I challenge anybody, but right before I go into like what we're gonna be talking about, I challenge anybody. Like, and I'm talking about the opposite sex who think that because that's usually coming from women. Oh, yeah. I, I challenge you to come sit down. Could just come have a conversation with us and really, really don't don't just go off the sound bites because that's to get y'all attention. Yeah. That's that's really what they're judging us off of. We get the little sound bites, you know. They get the, I get I get females that let's say females I talk to they take bits and pieces of what I say and turn it into a whole yeah, yeah. <laughs> a, a whole concept that that's how you is yeah, as an individual. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, you know us being in, you know in this position, we open ourselves up to that. Yeah, I told yeah. we, you know, we talked about that day one. We welcome it, yeah. but I, but I, but I'm dead serious about the open invitation. If if it's some shit you gotta get off your chest, come see us. Yeah, yeah. We ain't running. We ain't running from none of that. Yeah, you know, as a matter of fact, today just to put y'all on game, what we gonna be discussing is um we gonna go into a, a conversation about. You know, people stand into situations, you know, whether them situations be relationships or or dealing, um, you know, tolerating cheating, being mistreated, abused, whatever it may be, right? Standing in them situations way longer than you you know you you should be. And like the reason behind all of that, because I don't think like a lot of people like to coin that shit as love and all this other shit, right? Yeah. I don't I don't think it be that and I got a whole different opinion about that. Mm-hmm. We're gonna we're gonna talk about that, but we also going to some summer walk and I got some opinions about her album. So yeah. y'all stay tuned and we're gonna go through, you know, I know Kanye West video drop, Astro yeah. World. But before we do all that, I'm gonna mm-hmm. do a quick little you know, to help check on my boy and see how you feeling though, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I'm great, I'm great. You know what I'm saying? You, it's, you, it's, it's mental health month. Yeah, yeah, you, you look, you, it is mental health month, but you look like you got a different glow about yourself. <laughs> I got some cutting, man. I, kn- I knew it. <laughs> <laughs> you come here on your, you twinkle toes when you in new situations, bro. <laughs> I ain't mad at you, but I, I, I know my boy. <laughs> I know my boy. <laughs> Speaking of uh, relationships, you ever been in a situation like with a new chick, and I guess you're not putting enough energy out there. She like, you must want a, a chick to chase you. What? All the time. Yeah. I, mean, I ain't gonna say all the time, but hell yeah, I've been in them situations. Like, and the thing with me is like, the thing with me is like, when I think about that statement, mm-hmm. like, like you saying like, you must want a chick to chase you, as if. As if there's there's not supposed to be any effort coming from your side. Like what? Like yeah, you know. And and you if you want to call that chasing, do that. Mm-hmm. However, I look at it as somebody showing a mutual interest in me, like I be showing a mutual interest in you. Yeah, yeah. So so when they say that, I laugh at them. Yeah, yeah. I be like, yup, chase me, baby. Yeah. Chase me. <laughs> you yeah, cut them off, huh? Huh? You cut them off. You a savage. Nah, I tell them about it. Tell me. I want that. I want that same energy. 
if, 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 if I'm giving you the energy, I want that same energy back. Yeah, so you, meaning like what you put out. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you're not putting no energy out. Shit, I'm going to just stop fucking with you. And it, and it ain't even, and that ain't even about the chase. I, like, you know when I get it, though? When I, I get the situations like, like, because I don't feel like in the beginning, especially when I, like if I'm out and I meet you, right? I meet you that day, right? I don't feel like I got to be up your ass the very next day or yeah, no. like, or if I do, like I check in with you and like we talk maybe two or three times that week, right? And and yeah, if you if you feel like you didn't hit me up a couple of times back to back, you may already feel like, oh, this nigga here bugging, his attention ain't there. But like part of that is about seeing if you like, Part of that game is seeing if you really trying to see what's up with me or if this is just some some waste of time shit. Like, you know, I say it all the time, the dating world's microwave. So the way I keep my peace, bro, is I don't entertain all that shit at yeah. the gate. Like, you got to get through the gate before yeah. I even entertain that shit. And getting yeah. through the gate is understanding that I ain't going to be responding all the time. <laughs> yeah, no, I, just, I just go with the flow. Right, because I, I, think, I think that shit crazy. Yeah, I, don't, I don't do no more than what you're doing. I, oh, I, when you say you don't do no more than what what the person doing, is, are you in a situation where you like, I this text this 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 message kind of long? She explained herself. I can explain myself then. Yeah, yeah, I do. Yeah. That. <laughs> like, I ain't gonna just keep giving no short ass answers. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I mean, but, yeah, I, but I mean, I mean to cut you off. See what you finna say. But uh, let's say I get a chick number. Yeah, I'm gonna hit you up first because most yeah. of the time I didn't I didn't got your number, your Instagram or whatever bullshit. Yeah, I'm gonna have I'm gonna, start, I'm gonna try to have a conversation in the beginning, but if I don't see like you ain't trying to have no conversation, you give me short bullshit answers. Yeah, then I'm gonna move on. You know, automatically. Yeah, yeah, and then it, and then it just becomes a whole little little situation where it's like, for me, it's like I get told like you playing games, like. But I also so just playing devil's advocate, being real. I also run into a lot of women, you know, that know what the fuck they want, mm. right? So I understand that we in two different head spaces too. Well, let me not say that because it ain't, it ain't, I don't think that we sitting here as men saying we have no idea what we want. Mm. I think we sitting here saying we know exactly what we want. We just ain't, it ain't really being hidden. Or, or for me, it ain't, it ain't that I ain't finding it. It's just that I don't know if I found it and the time it takes to get for me to find out if it's real. Yeah. <laughs> too long for her. Yeah. yeah. They go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it's, it's, a, it's a little different or whatever. But, you know, and, but, but that's why, that's why I kind of wanted to like jump into just to circle back on, you know, how I was opening the show when I was talking about people staying in situations too long, right? It's like, I, I'm I'm trying my hardest to avoid that shit, right? To get into a situation and be like, oh, shorty got all kind of potential. Let me see what's up. And I, I'm not saying that shit like you shouldn't consider potential, right? You shouldn't you shouldn't really like you know uh, follow through on that and see what that potential is about. However, I do think that potential has to come with a fucking time clock. Oh yeah, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like yeah, you got this fucking potential, and yeah, and, and, and we can we I can see us potentially going here with with what we got going on. But at the same time, like there's a bunch of shit that has to match up for that fucking potential to materialize. Yeah, yeah. You know, so and I think that 
women specifically, and I don't mean to like come across as no sexy shit saying this shit, but like I think women more so than men get tied up on that fucking potential, especially if you allow potential to put a baby in you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially oh, yeah. if you allow potential to cheat on you a couple of times, you've forgiven it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Especially if you allow potential to like abuse you in any kind of way, verbally or mentally, and like you now you your self esteem is low. Like once you once you let potential get you there. Potential ain't gotta do no more work. It's yeah. it's all meant to now. I think uh, I think women hold on to potential longer than men. Yeah, for sure. Because women, women will wait on you for a year or Double. more. Niggas, yeah, a couple months probably. Yeah, and, and I, I think it ties back into last episode when we was talking about how powerful sex is, mm-hmm. right? Like and. And the the added on piece to that sex piece is powerful. It's like, let's say the sexual chemistry dies, because that's possible. But then life was created in that. Now there's another layer that they're holding on to, oh, yeah. right? And then like within that, you know, he's the breadwinner. So there's another layer added on to that shit. So I think that whenever that shit just starts happening and from that standpoint, it's a domino effect. And that's where, that's why I have a problem with being called toxic. Yeah. You know, in a real way, like you can joke with me all day and call me toxic, but when you really look at me and think I'm toxic, my mind go to the sucker shit that happens in that state point. And I'm like, man, I'm the furthest thing from that. Yeah, yeah. So I am not toxic. Yeah. Women, women, uh, like people, females I don't talk to about this podcast, they say we toxic hoes. We talk about when we single, we we talk to all kind of females and shit like that. But we single, right? That's what we supposed to do, right? <laughs> that's my that's my whole point. It's like, and honestly, like just just piggybacking off of that. A lot of times when I'm having conversation with women, like that, I think that's the disconnect. The disconnect is. Um, women A is looking at man A, right? Mm-hmm. Meaning, so a woman could be. Uh, Attracted to you, you may have got her number. Let's say you got her number a time before, mm-hmm. and y'all, if I happened to be in the same spot again this time, however, she doing her thing, you doing your thing. Yeah. Your conversations to her is going to come across as, oh, this nigga toxic. He just want to see how many girls he can get. Yeah. If I was in your shoes and I'm the one having the conversation, a lot of times my conversation be sharpening my tool. Yeah. Like, a lot of times I've walked away with situations with I turned down a number just yesterday mm-hmm. on my soul. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Bad. Bad. <laughs> she no, nah, she she wasn't nah, he ain't. I knew you turned down a bitch. <laughs> That's why I had to look at you. Cause I'm single. I'ma see about that because of the physical attraction there. But she wasn't bad looking at all. Like yeah. she wasn't ugly. Like what I what in a different situation, I'll tell you why I turned down the number. Okay, so when I was when I was in the spot, I had a had a chick slid on me, mm-hmm. right? And I was like, all right, cool. Exchange numbers. We had a conversation. She went her ways. Me and Cuzzo ran our lap. I went to use the restroom when I was coming out. Yeah. This is when the other chick kind of like got in front of me. She gave me a look. Mm. And, you know, me, I'm going to say something. I was, I really wasn't trying to shoot at her. All I said was, I was like, yeah, I peeped that. Yeah. And she laughed. And I just kept walking. And she came running. And she got in front of me. Asked for the, the number. Yeah. And I, I dead ass was on no no shit. But it was because, like, the chick I got the number for was, like, ducked off in the corner. And yeah. it was like, I ain't going to do that to, you know, in your oh, face. Okay, or you. whatever. So I left it alone. But she was no ugly looking chick. Yeah. However... We had a quick what? little conversation that sharpened the tool yeah. a little bit. <laughs> let me you know? let me let me cut let me try see it. <laughs> what if the chick would have been better than the one mm. in the corner? So the, the one that gave me the little look yeah, was colder than the first one that I met. <laughs> Man, I just told this girl to follow the podcast. <laughs> hey, I think there lies the toxic the toxic comments, bro. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like we we but that we see it as a game, mm. and but but to women, I would say at that point, like 
what else is it supposed to be? Yeah. Like, right? Like, am I, do you honestly think I'm trying to be with every woman I talk to? Yeah. See, that's, that's what they think. They think, because we talk about a lot of women on here, we talk about we single and we will be out, we holler at women, that we sleeping with all these women. Yeah. And we not. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not at all. I go, hey, listen, I go to bed dry dick more times what? than I want to. And you I ain't go, mad at it. Nigga, you go in my search list right now, the first thing will pop up, xnxx.com, <laughs> pornhub.com. Yeah, but, but, but also I do think that like, women have to understand that I'm not in the business of changing my personality because you may, you may like me. So I, I shouldn't have to, like, if I meet a woman out, right, mm. and we are getting, are we building a relationship and we getting a connection and no titles have been uh, formed, mm. I shouldn't have to water my personality down to cater to your feelings or your thoughts that may run crazy because you are overthinker. Yeah, yeah, like, nice. Because, like, there's nothing established there. And I think that that's where, like, I fall into, like, problems with women, like in terms of like how they want to dictate what I should be doing, yet there's really nothing of foundation for me to stand on to justify the action that you requesting. Yeah. So, so that's the difference for me. And every time, that's why I'm gonna look at you like, love, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> because like, I mean, let's just think about it, bro. Like, you think about women and you think about like what they gonna do and how they gonna feel. I tell you all the time, it's gonna be an emotional roller case with them, so they gonna jump there first, right? I, but I, a lot of times where I'm going with that is a lot of times I think that that's, they jump into that stage well before they do the work on self. Speaking like, you know, you, you had posted on your, um, on, your, on, on your IG that, you know, your mental health shit. Yeah, yeah. I was like, you, you talking about make it cool for men to like discuss talking, mental yeah, health and health, go to, uh, express emotions. Yeah. yeah, go to therapy and shit. And like what I when I looked at that post, I ain't even you see, I ain't even say nothing to you about it because it took me into my own little headspace. And what I what I found so dope about that was that it was like I saw I saw my homie one first and foremost doing the self work publicly. So that was the cool part, first and foremost. But secondly, I was like, not too many people understand the importance of this stage. Yeah. And so what I mean and what I'm getting at and, and where I'm gonna pass it over to you to get your thoughts is um women are getting into these situations broken as hell. Right. Completely broken with the whole idea of thinking that, you know, uh, I need to find somebody that's going to I need love. I'm just unhappy. I need somebody to love me. And the whole time they not they not fix, fixing nothing about themselves. They stand in this broken state and then they find somebody and expect that person to fix them. And that's an unfair thing to request on a person like I shouldn't have to come to a situation and big your ass up. That, that's the only time you happy. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like that, that's what I am working to avoid when people, you know, when women out there saying, oh, you toxic or, or you want me to chase you. Yeah. Or when I hear all this other shit, that's my explanation to that. That's why I say, oh yeah, it's some work over here, beloved. Yeah, yeah. It's some work. Yeah. I was going to uh, tell a story about that, that mental health post. Well, yeah. mental health in general. When I was dealing with like my anxiety, my panic attacks, mm -hmm. like I would tell different people about it, tell different females about it. And the majority of the uh, the majority of conversation I got was, oh, Jeremy, you'll be all right. Like it's all in your head, shit like that. Mm -hmm. One girl, she was like, she was a nurse. And I was telling about the panic attack. She said, well, you know, she was dumbing it down. Oh, it's all in your head, stuff like that. But then recently, she had a panic attack. Mm -hmm. And she called me. She's like, Jeremy, I'm so sorry. Mm. Like, it's like the worst feeling I ever felt. And I'm so sorry I dumbed down like your mental health. And I, I'm, I'm sorry I dumbed down like the panic attacks. Because that's like, she like, 
I never have, I never want nobody to deal with that. Cause that was the most scariest thing she ever felt. Yeah. And that's what I was trying to tell her. But like I was saying, like I tell you deal with mental health. Don't try to, don't try to dumb it down. If you ain't never dealt with it before. Real. Yeah. That's real. Absolutely. That's, that's a, man, that's a solid ass message because I, I, even in my own, my, my own self, like reflections, a lot of times, I, that's what I thought the answer was too. It's like, man, you just got to push through that shit, man. You know, boom, boom, boom. Just and and not and not understanding that not not every time everybody ain't gonna have the strength to do that, yeah. myself included. I, I, when I reflect now back, there's a bunch of times I was like, man, yeah. tired of fucking marching. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm tired of hitting this brick wall. Mm. And like, like much to your point though, it's like, you know, until you really experience it and understand what it's about. You should not have an opinion about that shit if it's not anything positive to really help yeah. somebody get out of that situation. You gotta leave that shit alone, especially right? if you've never dealt with this shit before, right? And like, and like, and just like, wait. First and foremost, I don't want to. I don't want to uh, skip over what you just said. Absolutely, especially if you never dealt with it before, you shouldn't have no fucking opinion. Yeah. Like, you know, you gotta go through it to at least, you know, for me to even. Want to have a conversation? That's why, I like a lot of times, when you talk about it with me, I just I'm just listening, bro. I'm like I'm like I have no idea what that feels like. I can't even act like I do, mm. but but I but I want to make sure that you know I'm always just gonna show up for you to to have somebody to talk to. Uh, but just kind of piggybacking off of that uh, to jump back on topic, like what I what I see um, when I was talking about like people being broken. And like doing the work, like I, I, I had a tweet out. That's why I got out my phone. I wanted to pull it up. Um, I had made a tweet, and it, and it, it had said really quickly. It was it said uh, people people will create a definition of what they think love is and what relationships are built on, uh, and then find out. I'm sorry, and then find people who fit that definition, and then the whole time they never questioning if they got the definition wrong, right? And so what I took from that, comp, what I took from. Um, from that tweet and what I was trying to say is like, uh, and you know, back on the broken piece is like, like the the journey starts at self love. Like it starts there. Like you got to be checking yourself, making sure you good. Like I literally was having a conversation this morning with a shorty and was talking about how like I be going on these trips and sometimes I just be dolo and nobody believe it. Yeah. She went into talking about like you know most I could do is I can go on lunch by myself or movies, but. um but I don't know if I can take no trips. And I, my response was, I was like, you got to love on yourself a little bit more, shorty. Like, yeah. you got, like, you, you if, if I feel like if you don't know how to be by yourself and enjoy your own company, then there's something about you that you, you know, there's insecurities or something, right? It might, me personally, I could be wrong. It's just an opinion. Uh, and people could disagree. But I think if you don't know how to sit with yourself, yeah, like I don't think you need to even be thinking about a relationship. And a lot of women get into those situations without having to do that prerequisite work is what yeah. I'm talking about. Well, probably, probably for us, we've been being single for so long. like The work is done. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's also why I think we can pop shit now, too. Because yeah. it's like, man, I done ran through this motherfucking, like I done ran all the way through this shit. And, and I know, I don't know, you could tell your own story, but for me going through this almost five-year hiatus now, like I done bumped my head a few times, yeah. like hard. 
know what I'm saying? So even even in the journey of fixing myself, I was fixing the fixes. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I got to a level where I thought that was the fix to figure out that there's still some cracks in that motherfucker. All right, yeah. let me fix that fix. Mm -hmm. See what I'm saying? And so now when I'm looking back at it now, it's like five years in, absolutely I may come across a, as if I'm a, I'm a little bit of a chase. Yeah. But that's because like I'm recognizing that the work I've put in and the work that you have yet to do is not matching up, love, and I'm yeah. not going to put myself in that again. <laughs> 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 to, get, to get off the relationship bit, uh, you seen that Kanye West interview? Mm. Did I? To me personally, that was the best interview of the year. Yeah? Best uh, Joe, of the year. Uh, Fat Joe said decade. You agree with that? He gave it 10 years. It might have been because, man, that was the first interview I sat down from beginning to end. And, and it was over two hours. Yeah. What, what stood out to you about the interview? I'm going to ask you that real quick. Uh, I like the part where he said... Uh, White people get away with calling uh, people nigga by calling back uh, me and rappers. rappers. Calling rappers rappers. Like, oh yeah, when he said, oh, oh that, oh that's the rapper, such and yeah, such. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And he's like, uh, why you can't call me an artist? Mm -hmm. Why you gotta call me a rapper? That yeah. part. Uh, that's another part I, I like. He said, "Damn, you go ahead. Let me." Think yeah, about he was. So for me, the other thing that I thought was cool was, um, like he was he was on this whole little. So where, where it comes across as cocky to certain people, um, and I'm gonna say this by saying like, there's a lot of things that Kanye's did that I completely look at and be like, oh, I disagree with this nigga, he wildin', yeah. right? You know what I'm saying? MAGA hat removed, you know, cause I don't even talk, I'm not even talking about the politics side. It's just other, other shit where, you know, you know that he's playing a game, right? Mm -hmm. where, I, where I may deem it sucker shit. So there's a lot of things I disagree. However, what I really loved about where his mindset was at when he kept naming his peers. Yeah, yeah. He kept saying he was like, Jeff Bezos, my peer. Yeah. Elon Musk, who is my peer. The CEO of Balenciaga, which is my peer. Yeah. You know, he, and he put himself there. And like, and like for me, People took that as like, damn, Kanye isn't, you know, billionaire status. You know, he talked about how he got nine billion. I don't, I don't call people pockets. I don't know if that's true or false. Mm -hmm. It probably is true, and kudos to you because if you those people appear as cool. Mm -hmm. But what I took from it was the the ability to the the ability to manifest. Mm -hmm. So if you think about if we rewind life back to when Kanye was ranting and raving mm -hmm. about not getting in the door. And trying to jump into the fashion world when he was like, You ain't got the answer, Sway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You ain't got you remember that yeah, shit? Yeah. He was like, You ain't got the answer, Sway, mm -hmm. right? He would that he was saying then, yo, I'm all, my mind is already yeah. on the level of the Balenciagas, the the uh Virgils and you know, the you know, Bezos, Musk mm -hmm. and all of them. Yeah. But we didn't see it yet. Yeah, yeah. So for me to sit down and watch that interview, that was, this was my favorite part of the interview for me. Mm -hmm. For me to sit down and watch him in the seat that he's in mm -hmm. and to look Nori in the eyes and, and name those people and actually be the peers of those people yeah. coming from when he was trying to break down the door, that was a, that, I was like, that's so fucking fire to yeah. me. Actually, I, I liked when he said, uh, people think I'm crazy because I have my own opinion. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and which is true. He's, man, I think, but I think I, I was watching Fat Joe do a recap with Nori and Fat Joe had said it best. He had, he had made a statement that said that um, what he loves about Kanye, and, he, and he, he, he openly said that, you know, Kanye is his favorite rap artist of all time. Mm -hmm. What he openly loves about Kanye, though, is that, like, what we see Kanye uh, raving and ranting and putting on these antics is, is really him fighting for, for his freedom to say what he want, 
do what he want, live what he want, buy what he want, and be his own independent thing. Now, and I and I was with Fat Joe on this one. Fuck my head up. It was when that nigga in the interview said he was talking about the stock market and how these trillion dollar companies. He said, I am going to be the first person who gets to a T as a person. Like he was, he was like, Yeezy is going to be on the stock market. And I was like, Nigga, what? <laughs> yeah. But I understand the brand, but I, I took it as he was talking about nigga, it was like him. But so yeah. I, in my head, I'm like, how the fuck yeah. niggas buying into you and what? Like, how would that make sense? You know, we we think about stocks. So in my head, I me, I was like, I don't, I don't see the product there, yeah. but I right, whenever you figure it out, I'll yeah. be interested to see how that goes. But that was another dope part. Mm-hmm. I also like when he said, uh, besides the part where he said he put Drake, Kim Kardashian. Yeah, that was uh, funny though. That, that, that was some cocky shit. The, the off-white dude. Uh, Virgil. Uh, else he put in there? Jay-Z. Jay-Z. And I think Kid Cudi. And, no, like, and Pusha T. Yeah, yeah Kid Cudi and Pusha T. He's like, I make more money than all y'all. Combined. I, I don't work more than all y'all. Combined. He said combined. Yeah. <laughs> that, was, that, was, that was some cocky shit. Yeah. And that the was, last one I liked when he said uh, he don't have no home no more. Like He don't have a house. His yeah. home is when uh, his daughter, North, FaceTime. FaceTime. And he was like, yeah. his house is, is his bag. Yeah, like, it grows yeah. with the little travel bag. Yeah. But see... Did you pick up on the on the on the on the interview how he was talking about relationships, right? And he was talking about his goal is to be so rich that he don't have to spend the dime. They have to spend his own money. Yeah, he ain't got. He's like, he's like, I can call up the CEO of Balenciaga. I say, hey man, I'm gonna go get some clothes. Yeah. Open the store, bless him with it, some Balenciagas, and be straight. Mm-hmm. Call somebody and say, hey, I'm in town, need somewhere to crash. And the relationship just open you up to this lavish ass mansion or hotel or Ritz or something, right? Mm-hmm. And so, and I was like, to get at that level of rich, yeah. like that's, I even tried to sit back and imagine that shit. And I was like, bro, you know how, that's a lifetime of work to get there. Yeah. Right? And Kanye been screaming for 10 plus years, so yeah. I get that he's already yeah, there. Yeah, probably there. Yeah, oh, there, there are certain people who are absolutely at that level to where they like Beyonce spends money because you know I'm pretty sure that's just she got family to take care of and you know that's just her giving back. But mm-hmm. if they wanted to, absolutely, don't need to do nothing. Now, let me ask you a quick question about that, real quick, before I move on to the next time. Was there anything to you that you didn't like about the interview? It, I, overall, I'm agreeing with you. I I think it was a dope ass interview. Mm-hmm. But was there anything that you was like ah? Mm-hmm. Maybe the big shine part. That was one of mine too. I I, I I I thought that was that was aggressive. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, like the whole RIP thing, and mm. it was, was funny. It was funny. It was it made was per it came across on the screen very well because yeah, yeah, yeah. I laughed, but yeah. I was I put myself in Big Sean's shoes, especially like Big Sean. You know, he got Janae Aiko, and they both as a couple, they be on this whole little how you learn the spiritual, you know, about their peace. I so I thought for a minute. Where that, where that could take his mental, yeah. seeing like the, literally, if you think about it, the most influential artists outside of Drake, it's, just, it's them two niggas yeah. for two different reasons. Drake for his music and his lover boy ways and his antics and how he play with people. Mm-hmm. Kanye for everything else you can imagine, yeah. right? But they both at the top. And I was I thought from a big child perspective, like bro, to have arguably the biggest artist in the world to say that on his tombstone, like <laughs> my biggest, my mistake, biggest yeah. mistake is signing Big Sean. Yeah. I was like, yo, if that ain't a, I don't think it's gonna hurt Big Sean brand because he just marched on his own drum, but that's still an ego street strike. Then, then Big Sean said they hung together before the interview. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the crazy thing, Nori said that they don't do back-to-back interviews. Mm-hmm. Like they won't do a, a Tuesday and a Wednesday, right? Yeah. And Big Sean was scheduled to come the day before Kanye 
where this interview actually happened, yeah. but he canceled because he was he had doing a billion dollars uh, worth of game interview or some shit like that. Yeah. And he was like, Shinori was like, this legendary moment does not happen if we bring Sean in because I would have told Kanye, nah, we're not doing a back-to-back. He was like, I wouldn't have did it. So that was okay. The other thing, though, I thought was um was a little bit wow was the the jabs at uh like the producer of uh, the just, just plays nigga. So. I was like, yeah, I was like, oh, that's cold. But if if it's, like, some, truth, if it's some truth to it, no, but, but I'm a Jay Z fan, so I've heard Blueprint. Yeah. So I, I, I've just them, them that them sounds don't sound alike, bro. Oh, no. oh I fuck with Blueprint. I, you know, I I listened to whole. I was like, yeah, I was like, that was a reach, my dog. That was a reach. But overall, I do. I give it a dope ass like. And you know, I, we shine a light on it because shit, the world is right. That was I. You, I went on YouTube, Twitter, everything. I scrolled. It was trending, yeah. right? So it was a dope conversation to have. And like, I honestly love seeing Kanye in that in that light because yeah. it's like, damn, you finally letting us get a little piece of you. That's who I be thinking. I wish Drake would do. Just yeah. like my, for me, the favorite. That was my favorite moment though. Like, without words. Mm-hmm. Was that nigga taking the puff for that blunt boy? Oh, yeah. I said, yeah, yeah, yes, you were. <laughs> yo, he the hell though. He hit it in the blue. But um, Nori say um, in the interview with Fat Joe that he uh, he actually hit it like three or four times. Like he didn't smoke a whole spliff, but he hit like three or four times. He, yeah. he told you that was just the edits and shit. Oh, okay. But yeah, so but like hey, on a more serious note, no man, have you been uh, hearing about the uh, Astroworld shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That sad moment, bro. Yeah, I don't. Yeah. I'm trying to figure out like what's what happened though, because I'm hearing like. From what I get overall was it was a mix of too many people, mm-hmm. not enough process in place to control that type of crowd base. Because mm-hmm. I heard like jumping over tables for merch, stampedes, and like mm-hmm. like like just not being able to control crowds. And then of course I heard some shit about drugs being involved and all this other stuff, yeah. which I don't know nothing about. But I know that the, like that's a real thing when you can't control a crowd. Yeah. You can go every way. Yeah, yeah. That's, I heard uh, like. Mostly pe- people got trampled. And then they were saying somebody they somebody was uh stabbing people with a needle. Shut up. Yeah, and they go on a cardiac arrest. You didn't see that? No. Yeah, one of the security guards. Mm. Like so he got he got pinched in the neck and he dropped as, as soon as that shit happened. That, see, that's what I'm saying. Like I'm I'm hearing like every every time I go on Twitter to just like look up some shit, there's there's developing stories and I'm like, yeah. bro, what the hell is real? And honestly, when I look at like the pictures and the footage I seen from like what it looked like, I can understand how there's thousands of stories and, and a lot of that shit may be true because there could be a group of people over there doing one thing and then some other stuff. Like, like, it was crazy. Yeah. Do you think uh, <laughs> Travis Scott deserves any of that blame? I know. Him as the artist, I don't. No, I think no. I think I think you have to look at the city and the infrastructure. Mm. It's like you, we know we know one thing is that Astro World is a real thing, right? They do that thing. That's an event. They they this is not this is not the first time they had Astro World, right? So for me, it's like you should you should understand like where the event is happening, you know what's going on, what's the capacity of this event, and and cater that. Cater the space to what those numbers tell you, yeah. right? But like when you got this open as, you know, land and you doing it out and however you doing it and whatever buildings or land combined you doing the shit in, like and you ain't really monitoring that shit at you know that closer level, like, and then on top of that you ain't got the enough people to kind of like control that yeah. shit. Ain't no way in here you about city. to control fifty thousand people. It's the man. city. Yeah. So that so my point is you shouldn't allow fifty thousand people to be in one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my point. Yeah. It's like and especially in a situation where things like 
I, I, I have no doubt in my mind there was some Molly shit. There was some X pills. There was some Zans. You name the drugs. Yeah. No doubt in my mind. Yo, we was doing that. Mm. Yo, and I say we, I'm talking about we as a community. I wasn't out there. I wasn't nowhere near it. Yeah. But no doubt in my mind, we as a community was absolutely doing that shit coupled that with alcohol. And then you got chaos with running around and people thinking they th they can do ignorant shit and just trying to get a name. You know, you know, all that shit is mixed in. You make a big ass gumbo of chaos, bro. I heard like eight deaths. Yeah, eight. <laughs> that shit is crazy to me. Yeah. At a festival where everybody out there to have fun. Ribs yeah. crack, heard all kind of injuries. But like I said, I did I looked at it as crowd crowd control. Yeah. But like the last thing I'm I'm gonna talk with you about mm -hmm. before we go into bro talk is this quick man, did you did you hear a Summer Walker album? Summer Walker? Man, Summer. I thought you said Sauce Walker. <laughs> I'm too legit to quit. I'm too legit to quit. I listen to that one, that one Sierra's prayer. Yeah, listen, let me tell y'all real quick before I go into like, cause I got an album review for you, bro. I knew you yeah. did. I text this man. I said, "Hey, FYI, just next episode. I think just so we know, we we definitely discussed the Summer Walker album. Let's think of something. Man, hell no. <laughs> and I had to laugh because when I reread the text, I was like. Yeah, I can see how that could come across as a little wrong. So let me, that's why I started texting you. I was like, this is the angle I want to go, boom, boom, boom. Yeah. But like, so before I go into like my reviews and shit, like the the reason, the, the what, what got my attention, um, what got my absolute attention was, I knew she was dropping because I got a homegirl of mine who like fuck with Summer Walker. And, and like sometimes she we'll, we'll, we'll listen to new albums and shit together and all this shit. So I knew that was coming, so I was expecting it. I thought it was, you know, it was a cool album. However, you hop on Twitter. Oh boy, black Twitter was the women was killing us from a from an angle of quoting her shit and popping shit, right? Mm. And then talking about the oh, here come the insecure ass niggas who done fucked up, now they won't be mad and boom, boom, boom. And yeah. they triggered this and triggered that. And I'm like, all right, now y'all finna make me listen to this album and see what she, what's really going on. Cause it can't be all just one sided. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so that's what got me into it or, or whatever. And like, I just want to say, I think it's very unfair. Yeah. First and foremost, when these dope ass artists, cause I ain't gonna lie to you, some, I'm a fan of it. First and foremost, Summer Walker's a dope artist. So Summer Walker's, the Beyonce's, the, you name Mary J. Blige, you name Keisha, uh, the Carrie, uh, Keisha Coles, the, the pain music women. When they drop albums, Tink is another one I throw in there, right? When they drop that pain music album, bro, like I'm definitely like, as a dude, I'm like, oh shit. Yeah. Cause I know we gonna catch some strays. Who you think? Who you think is the male Summer Walker for us? The male Summer Walker. Yeah, for us. See, Summer Walker comes from a situation of like being hurt. I, I say Cy. Si I was just finna say that, nigga. Si <laughs> I definitely wasn't finna say Cy si the kid mm -hmm. because like Cy si is gonna get in his feelings bag oh, yeah. quick, quick. I could, cause I, my my initial thought, Herb and popped up Future, but I was like, that's the generic answer everybody want to throw out there for everybody. <laughs> yeah. So I really had to think about it. And I was like, oh yeah, Sayari, the kid is definitely one. I had a chick compare Sayari to fucking uh, Janae Aiko. I said, don't don't disrespect my queen like that. I don't even know like who that. that is. You know, Big Sean, oh, oh yeah, yeah, I know who that is. be singing about the spiritual shit. Yeah, nah, it's completely oh, different. Sure. I'm like, man, she on her spiritual journey doing her thing. She was like, he the, he the male version of Janae Aiko always in his feelings. I was like, nah, you ain't listening to Sai. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> my third string, <laughs> my third string. <laughs> 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 I could keep the bitch, don't need it. 
<laughs> hey, if y'all get a chance, bro, same this plug, bro. Go check out Sai Already Kid, bro. He got a he got an album I caught out called three to five and it's a song on there called betrayal and a skit called third string chick it's hilarious but y'all get a chance to check that out but just getting into the music man i just wanted to touch on a couple of songs because like even though we was out there catching stray slugs and ladies y'all need to give us a break man mm -hmm. listen a lot of times when y'all be sending these quotables and y'all out here and y'all sending some shit to a dude that y'all may have went to a situation with at least for me Bro, that's like three, four years old. Like, why you, why you bringing up old, old, old information like that? Let that go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but outside of that, the album was fucking hard. Got to get you. So I'm gonna start off real quick. I ain't, it's 20 songs. We ain't finna talk about all that. Mm -hmm. I know you ain't listening. So I'm, I got I had a quick four or five that I want. Like the first one, you gotta go screwing. Mm -hmm. Man, all I'm gonna tell you, that's straight move setter. Get there, put that one on, and get it pop. And she literally say, you better not pull out. Do it. You think it's better than Sa'ar disgusting though? I, th I, I think I, I. So I, if if you said if you said I either had to pick one, or or if it's bo if I choose both, I gotta take a shot. I would be taking a shot on that question because I I think that's that screwing song is the male version of. Disgusting by Sauri, absolutely. So now I'm hard, but I, like I say, I ain't really got no much, no, no more of a reviews for you on that. Besides, just put it on. Mm. Like that one, I was like, man, I can't wait to be with a little sweetie and, and throw this on. Yeah. If this, if this don't get you no ass, she ain't come over there playing to fuck you anyway, homie. <laughs> <laughs> another, another one she got was un, a, a song called Unloyal, dog. Before I even go into what she was talking about, Ari, Aria Lennox. Straight snapping on that song. She she had a line in there that say, uh, "I put your bow wow do rag in your doggy bag." Yeah. Nigga. <laughs> I, was not, I said, "Oh, she popping her shit." And then yeah. she said something about being a grown man, um, but you live in Kevin Samuels' comments and shit. Mm -hmm. I said, "Oh, she popping her shit." <laughs> so that, but like the whole song um, was dope. Was just talking about this. This is a women's anthem, honestly. They don't love you because it, it goes in and just talks about like like not taking shit no more, being on. Your, being on your shit, being about your bag, and like because you doing you as men, we looking at you like, damn, shorty, you ain't got no time for me no more. You unloyal, like mm. you disloyal as fuck. And so basically they saying, well, if me getting on my shit and fixing myself makes me unloyal, then I guess I'm fucking unloyal. Oh, yeah. But the song was fire. Uh, and then motherfucking fourth baby mama? Fourth baby mama. So, so just the backstory real quick on it. Mm. The dude she fuck with, I, I found out her life after the album shit because yeah. I really I knew she was fuck with London, but I didn't even know they broke up. I knew oh, they had a baby. Oh, that's why people on Instagram say I never be no no nigga for baby mama. Yes. Okay. So uh, so she was fucking with London, but I didn't know they they had split up in this whole thing. Came out. I was doing my podcast work. Y'all see me over here. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, I was on my researches, yeah. but yeah. So like the song called Fourth Baby Mama, and basically what she t what what the song was talking about. The prelude was like. Uh, he, the dude singing, saying, like, I never expected to be in a situation where I have four baby mamas, right? And he's just saying it from that standpoint. But then when you go into the song, mm -hmm. I was like, damn, mm -hmm. like, that is fire. So, like, she basically just, like, like she, the first verse, nigga, she took a shot at this dude mama. Yeah. She said, first of all, if your mama should have whooped your ass more. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, yeah. yo. So she popped her shit. And then, like, and, the, and she talks about how, like, 
a lot of the way a lot of the men, uh, the men that she that she think he is stems from the relationship that he has with his mom. I mean, like she wasn't really around yeah. until he got popping. And then once he got popping, she came back to help out, but it was on a guilt trip. Like she, you can't really be a mother to him because you didn't help him get to where he at. Yeah. So a lot of time, and then plus he put, he got you in a position in life now. So it's like she, he, she cradled him. Mm. So like he making these babies, basically what she was getting at is he out here making these babies and the grandmother over there raising them. Yeah. And I was like, and to me, that's because she went about the whole little situation that way and, and started it off that way. I was like the song dope. But then she talked about how like, she, like she finally understand that he was really a clout chaser and like the love wasn't really there for her and shit like that. So, but you just got to hear that bitch. Any, any, any nigga that got four, four baby mamas, you got to be a toxic ass nigga. <laughs> four, son. I learned my lesson after one. After one. Yeah. It, 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 it don't take much to scare me. Oh, no. Like you scared me that one time over with. Like damn, not nah, this is really a responsibility. Mm -hmm. But really quick, the last two I'm gonna touch on real quick was uh. So it's it's a song where it's called "Switch a Nigga Out," and mm -hmm. I swear when I read the title, I said, "Oh, they go to toxic like shit." Like a train. <laughs> That's why I, I thought, I thought I was like switching the guy, but what, yeah. basically what she was saying on that though, the dude got her so fucking wrapped up in her head to where she was like, man, the way you acting normally, I wouldn't even be putting up with this shit. I'd be the switch you, I replace you, like off the dump. Yeah. But because now my motherfucking heart is in it and you got me here, I can't shake this shit. And the sad part about it is I can't make you change who the fuck you is. So the switching nigga out is like, nigga, I can't even switch you out. Like, I'm stuck with you because my emotions won't allow me to move on. So that one yeah. fire. And then to me, the hardest song on that bitch, I left it for last, is called No Love. Fucking dope. Like, and all she was saying is like, she mad at herself basically because she allowed the love piece to actually factor in. And she wished she could have just left that bitch at the, at the fucking stage and the taking trips and the lust stage because that's where the shit was enjoyable. But now that she fell in love, she don't see that nigga the same way. You can't do none of that with me now. So, but the song, the album hard. If you get a chance, I recommend you grab, like men, free game out there, bro. I know a lot of y'all dudes be like, man, I ain't listening to no female R&B artists. Yeah. Man, if you got somebody of the opposite sex, you enjoy their company, and you really like like dope conversations, that album can spark a lot of that. No bullshit. And if you just open your mind up to just hearing what's being said, you likely gonna get you some ass that night, bro. Well, the only time I really <laughs> listen to like a, a female R&B artist is if I'm fucking. <laughs> <laughs> and that's why, listen ladies, that's y'all, listen, I want y'all to know this is, this is KP and Smooth and we do own the name Certified Steppers Podcast, but please understand that these opinions are very individualized. <laughs> like, this man is thinking for himself over here, so if y'all want to divide this shit down the middle and call toxic to the left, my left, y'all right, whatever, do that, but don't group me with this nigga. <laughs> no, we're going to go ahead and go straight into Bro Talk, man. I'm going to hand it over to you. What you got for Bro Talk to wrap up the episode? Uh, bro Talk, we coming out with our own website, www.certifiedsteppersepodcast.com. on it. We're going to be selling the merch that y'all see. Like, it's, 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 introduce the new. The new one going to be made in Louisiana. Our old one was a uh, paper pussy piece. And y'all can go on there and purchase that. We're going to have it up probably about a couple weeks. I had another fucking. Uh, don't, don't forget to mention the hats too, though. Let them know that. We're going to have hats too. Hats coming. Oh, uh, and I see y'all females posting like Sierra's prayer from Summer Walker's album. Mm -hmm. And I'm about to come out with Future's prayer. <laughs> 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 Real quick, before I go into my bro talk, I just got to make a quick comment about the Sierra's prayer. I'm glad you mm -hmm. brought that up. Man, really, bro, for me, 
Like, I, th- I thought the prayer was dope. Yeah. However, I couldn't help but laugh because I just pictured women yeah. having that song on repeat <laughs> with their eyes closed yeah. and their fingers crossed like, Lord, your prophet Cece has finally blessed us with the words. Yeah. <laughs> Please deliver us from this fuckboy environment you have us in. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, like, but the poem is dope. I mean, not the poem, the, the prayer is dope. Mm. And like, my, man, listen, my bro talk is real, real simple, man. Um, allow your darkest moments to uh, to create your your biggest clarity, man. And what that means is just uh, whenever you in those situations where you down and you out and and uh, and you feel like you know life is against you, like uh, evaluate your situation. You know what I'm saying? Assess your dark moments. Go see what's really what the fuck is going on with you, and come out of that situation a lot stronger. Sometimes that's gonna be in the form of you losing people that you thought was with you. Sometimes that's gonna be in the form of losing family that you thought had you forever. But when you Preach. come out of that shit, yeah, when you come out of that shit and you reassess, bro, I promise you, if you do the work, you are gonna come out standing ten feet taller, bro. And it's just like I'm lying. I'm not even finna steal that from Wallow. Hey, listen, I am KP on the Certified Steppers Podcast, man. This is the big homie hey, Smooth. I don't, I don't mean to uh, interrupt you. Like, comment, subscribe, and even if you don't like it, just remember, you can't stop. <laughs> <laughs> and we are out of here, bro. We're going to see y'all on the other side. Yeah. <laughs>